Hello and welcome to Living the Wit Life with Wit Ministries. The ministry's leaders on this podcast are, with more than 20 years of experience in ministry and also as a public speaker, Jared Wackenfuss. Also with 20 plus years as an entrepreneur and a leader in the marketing industry, Troy Foster. And I'm Matt Russell and I'm the director of Walking in Truth Ministries or WIT Ministries. We're so excited that you're joining us here today. And as we discuss today's topic and how that can help you in living the WIT life. And welcome to another awesome episode of Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I am Matt Russell. I'm one of the directors with Walking in Truth Ministries. And I have some uh, other directors on here with me tonight. And um, we're actually going to do a little bit different intro this week. I want to go ahead and start with Jared. So Jared, um, he's over in yes. Surprise, Arizona. He's one of the directors with Walking in Truth Ministries. He has a passion for ministry and actually also is successful as a public speaker. But Jared, what I want to know is how has God blessed you in this past week? Wow. How has God blessed me? That's a great question. Oh, just today. Just today, I got to go out and have coffee with a friend of mine, right? And I was away maybe an hour and a half, hour and a half, might've been two hours. And when I got back, I found that my wife had dug some stuff out of the garage that was in the, we're giving it away or we're going to sell it pile. And now it's back in my living room. And I'm like, what's going on? Yeah, I need a, I need a different thing for my office for storage. And I'm like, oh, so the long story short is God sent us on a journey and we ended up buying um, a, another dresser to uh, store stuff in. So there that you go. Awesome. God, God blessed us with a, another junk drawer. With another junk drawer. Story, story yes. from the junk so, drawer. That's right. Yeah. For those of you. Oh, it's because you're moving um, into season two. Yeah. That's right. I'm about to move into season two of Lessons from the Junk Drawer, the Lessons, podcast yeah, that I do. And um, <laughs> thanks for that plug, by the way. I really appreciate oh, yeah. it. So that's another blessing. God blessed me by allowing troy foster to plug my podcast <laughs> on this podcast that's wow awesome. the blessings just keep coming i can't handle it but anyway that's you just know, one thing and one way that god has blessed me this week and um yeah that's my final answer you know the amazing thing is we you had an opportunity before i've actually been we've recorded these because we record these on zoom and so um i've been uploading them on our youtube channel the um wit ministries youtube channel and so you can go back and watch some of the other episodes as i'm loading them but i was watching one of the episodes that we previously recorded and in it you got some shameless plugs in for um for lessons of junk drawer as did our special guest host he also got oh, some some yes. plugs in for his and he was justin roberts of smoke and water but i said to troy I said, Troy, I guess for you and me, our day will come. But little did we know, now that I'm introducing Troy Foster, one, another one of the directors, 
um, of WIT Ministries, Troy has a phenomenal, phenomenal presence out there with leading the pack. Hmm. He, he was holding out. We discovered it kind of on the side and just went, why are you holding out? You're, I know. you're a superstar. That's right. Oh, good. Yeah, so he not is just a total me, rock star. I'm just waiting. I'm just Roy waiting. Foster. But yeah. anyway, so Troy, now that we've we've plugged leading the pack. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how's God blessed you this week? Man, we, uh, as you two know, and maybe not everyone else, but I am what some would call a serial entrepreneur. And I... I've got one business that I've had for a really long time that I started out from scratch, bootstrapped that sucker and got it up and running. And now it's kind of got its wheels underneath it and taking off. And this last two years, my wife and I have been looking to purchase a ranch. And that in itself has been a, I'm going to call it a blessing. And where I'm at with all of this is here in Texas, there seems to be a land rush. <laughs> and uh, last year, land was going for the particular place I was looking at and am still looking. It was going about three to 6,000 an acre. Now it's going anywhere from 12 to 30,000 an acre for <laughs> junkie land. And the the blessing part of this is two years ago when we started, I would have a, uh, I'm, I'm kind of a ready fire, fire aim type of guy and just, just go, just make something happen, do something and figure it out on the way. And through this process, I've been allowed to mature into my, um, my patience. And mm. this, this has been one of those deals where, uh, whether you like it or not, uh, you can either, you can either grow with it or you can die with it. And this has been truly a blessing. We've been looking at properties and this and that would come up and more times than not, we hear the, no, this one's already under contract or no, this one's not going to work or this or that. Before then, it kicked me in the gut, and I would feel a little anxious of like, okay, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do something, I gotta move. And right now, the blessing is, is I have zero anxieties. I have full faith that whatever God has got orchestrated, that we are directly in His will and His path, and I can go to bed and not, not just have my mind running about, okay, what do I need to do? What do I need to do? What do I need to do? Because I fully trust that what he's got for us is coming. We're one day mm. closer and we can rest in it in like full shalom. So that's the blessing from last week um, mm. today. That is awesome. Uh, yeah. It is. So with both of our blessings that we've had this, this past week, Matt, Mr. Matt Russell, tell me what blessings... Have you had this last week? Well, I have to say for both of you guys, I, I, I'm right there with you in the blessings that you've had. Cause I've had experiences uh, similar to that. And uh, it's just 
just encouraging to hear you guys and also for us to know and remember that God's just awesome. He is awesome. I've actually, Jared, I've, I've left for a short trip, sometimes uh, hours and sometimes like a track meet when I was coaching. I come back. One time my wife bought a house. So a dresser wow. is, is definitely a blessing. Um, yeah. yeah. There's another time I came home and we had, we had chickens <laughs> and we didn't have them when I left. So I've had that happen and wonderful blessings that way. And then also to connect with Troy uh, for our ministry, that's one of the things we're actually currently looking for. Mm-hmm. um is also land so if you're out there and you've got oh. connections you know somebody who has some land now there's specific things well god knows i'm just gonna say this god knows because this is not troy's plan this is god's plan and for the ministry it's not it's not matt's or, or jared's or troy's or or our wives it's god's ministry so right. god's got a plan and he already knows what we're going to need but this is the year I believe that the land's going to be delivered. Yep. And so for the ministry, we're looking for some acreage um, and close to, we would like to be close to uh, Troy and his family, if yep. all possible, if not somehow connected, yep. we'll see. Yep. God knows. Yep. But now yep. the blessing, sorry, I didn't mean to beat around the bush. Uh, I was thinking, no, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the blessing for me is I'm not, I'm not computer stupid. I'm not technology ignorant, but um, I only do as much as I need to do because I've got so much stuff. I'm balancing uh, financial services business. Um, I've got agents nationwide, uh, people who are changing. I'm training up and bringing on new agents. So I've got a lot on my plate with that. Then also I've got all kinds of stuff going on with ministry and trying to get uh, ready for our next men's pursuit for truth Mm -hmm. and getting uh, the, we're formulating the materials for the marriage. So we can move into the marriage ministry aspect for pursuit for truth. And then, so there's a lot of stuff. So with technology, I only take on what I currently need at that level. And then of course, God bless me with four daughters that whenever I have a problem, I can say, Hey, and they'll come turn it on for me when I can't figure it out. (laughs) But this week, actually, I got some videos (laughs) uploaded and started the WIT Ministries YouTube page. That was so far from where I needed to be uh, in, in my life that I didn't even worry about it. But now I've got some I've, I've had them saved and I've now I know how to edit and we, with our um, digital media director that we have, he actually helped to create introductions. And so intros and outros and all kinds of fun stuff. And I can put it, I can do it. I don't have to call on my daughters. Mm. So just knowing that, um, well, I'm, I'm old, I know that, but I'm not inept. Right. Yes, there we go. That's a blessing. <laughs> it's a blessing that I was able to do it and nothing broke. So, uh, nothing so there you up. go. <clears throat> but um, that's awesome. Yes. I mean, I, I mean, I would love to hear about blessings that, of course, our listeners, too. I'd love mm-hmm. to hear blessings from you guys. So uh, just comment in um, 
however, either go and watch the video on YouTube, the, the WIP Ministries, and you can leave comments on there, or you can go leave comments if you're using Anchor as your platform for the podcast, um, or you can, like we've said, you go to info at walkingintruthministries.org, and you can send us an email there. But we'd love to hear from you. What are some blessings that God has blessed you with this last week? Um, so just reach out. Right. But now for tonight, we're extremely excited mm -hmm. because tonight we're going to do something again, a little bit different because tonight's topic's a little bit different. Last week's episode, we talked about giving. This week, we're talking about receiving. And with that, we're really going to look at um, a few, you know, three, four different big aspects that are important to receiving. And um, so with that, I'm going to get out of the way and just let Jared run with it. What's the first topic that you want to talk about with in regards to receiving? Well, kind of how this whole episode idea came about was during the last episode on giving, we were talking about the statement that I made, which is, you know, you, you can't give what you don't have. And I made reference to a lot of people, you know, struggle with giving, but there's also a lot of people that struggle with receiving. Mm -hmm. And it was from that, that we said, Hey, I think we have our next topic for our next episode. And I started thinking about that receiving, you know, why is it sometimes so hard for people to receive? And I remembered an incident, right? I was at a Franklin Graham crusade, sitting there with my wife. It was somewhere in South Dakota and it happened to be a little cold. We were quite warm because we were snuggled beside each other. And it was early on in our marriage. And um, I was looking across this stadium and I saw this particular person who looked like they were shivering. And I thought, I had this thought, I should give them our blanket. And I turned to my new wife and said, I think I'm supposed to, I think we're supposed to give give our blanket to that person across the way. Do you see that person across the way? And she's like, yeah. You know, I go, I, so I, I called an usher over and said, Hey, come here. I said, see that person over there. Um, I think we're supposed to give our blanket um, to that person. Can you just go over there and give it? Don't tell them that it's from us. Just go over there and offer the blanket to them. And he's like, okay, which one that lady on the end? Yeah. Yeah. Lady on the end. So I'm sitting there watching with anticipation waiting for this person who appears to be shivering to be approached by this usher, offered the blanket and have them take the blanket and just receive it and just enjoy the warmth of that blanket. So we're sitting there watching usher goes around. He's got the blanket in hand. I'm looking across and all of a sudden he hands them the blanket and they're like refused as they put their hand up, like, no, I'm not cold. You know, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. It's freezing out here. You're not going to take that blanket, you know? And I felt rejected. And I'm like, they don't even know it's for me, but I was feeling rejected. I'm like, why is it that that person didn't, didn't receive that blanket? And I struggled that with, it, with that for a while. And you better believe that my wife, Sandy, said, you sure you heard God? You know, because I'm kind of cold now and our blanket is sitting on the bleacher seat right beside that person and they're not using it and we're getting cold. But anyway, so I started thinking about this, this difficulty in receiving and I thought, you know, 
one of the aspects of receiving is you really just got to humble yourself. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you just got to humble yourself. And sometimes, especially as a man, sometimes it's awfully hard to admit that maybe you lack in an area. And when someone finds out a need that you might have and they offer to give you their blanket, so to speak, it's awful humbling sometimes to be able to receive that and go, okay, yeah, thank you. You know, and it just touch your heart and just because pride wants to keep you from, from receiving that. But I think mm-hmm. humbly um, receiving and receiving with an attitude of humility is, is a huge thing because here's the deal. Even if that person didn't need or want that blanket, wouldn't it have been better for them to, now I'm speaking for them, right? I don't know them, but I would think it had been better for them to at least take it. And then if they weren't going to use it, just give it to somebody else. Cause I'm sure there was other people that were cold around them, but to just reject it and let it set on the, on the bleacher seat. I don't know if that was necessarily uh, the best way uh, to uh, receive a gift, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But, um, and I could talk about this person because I don't know them from Adam. I was just trying to do what I thought God wanted me to do because I enjoy giving. Um, but believe me, I've, I've learned my lesson to double check with my wife on certain things and make sure that we get a confirmation. So I'm not giving away things that she wants and uh, may need. <laughs> so make her anyway, I, I've done this before. I've, people, man, that's a nice tie. And like I said, I enjoy giving. I talked about that on the uh, last episode, I go, Oh, you like this tie? And they're like, Yeah. And I'd be like, Would you wear it? And they're like, Probably. And I'm like, Taking off the tie. And they're like, No, you don't have to give me a tie. I'm like, No, you like it here. I go, God will give me more. I love this tie. You know, here, take it. I've wore it for a while and I've given people a tie. Now, when they say I like your shirt, it's optional. <laughs> okay. If I have Dude. a t shirt underneath, when they like my pants, I'm glad you like my pants. Thank you very much, but I'm wearing Thank my pants you. home with me. You're not getting my drawers. Anyway, um, yeah, so, but humbling yeah, yourself enough, you know, to be able to receive is is such a, a huge thing. I don't know, have you guys ever experienced that? Had the, had the, you know, opportunity to have to maybe humble yourself or operate in humility in order to receive something maybe early on in your your married lives or whatever? I mean, has that ever happened to you or is it just me? No, it, it, for for me, it definitely. Yeah, I I grew up uh, meager beginnings. We'll just say that. And as a man, that's one of the things that you know you're you're told early on is you're the man of the house. You provide and and you take care of these things. And mm-hmm. then when you can't provide, and someone has to give you something. Uh, you know, it's, it's one of those deals of, <clears throat> are you, are you operating in pride or is it shame that you're trying to negate? Mm. And so that's, uh, you know, we, I touched on a little bit on the giving part that there's levels of giving and it's all based on shame, the amount of shame that it brings upon a person and, right. and you shouldn't shame people and those different deals. And so whatever way you can give, do it in the, uh, most honorable and respecting and with most dignity for that person. And uh, this last week, man, I think it might've been yesterday, the day before 
I was heading home and I was stuck at a light and I saw a guy, he whipped over into a little turning lane, pushed his flashers on, popped his trunk, hopped out and grabbed brand new shoes. And I was like, what has he done? And what I didn't notice was there was a homeless guy down the, down the way, just, I don't know, probably 15, 20 yards down the way. And he gets shoes out and he goes over to that guy and I watched them interact with each other. And that homeless guy who his feet, he was barefoot, completely barefoot. He was super dirty. Um, his feet looked like they had been through the ringer and that guy would not take the shoes. Oh, wow. Just would not take the shoes and ended up actually walking away from the guy that was trying to give him the shoes and just walked off. And I, I thought, because I knew this was going to be our topic. I was like, man, it's it's crazy hmm. how people, you know, and again, he could be fighting off, you know, shame of being a bum and not being in a position or that type of deal. I understand that. <clears throat> um, but there's also the part where you hear um, Michael Jr., I forgot his name. Michael Jr. does this little bit. If you don't know who he is, he's a comedian. Truly funny guy. Funny. Yeah, super funny guy. And he he goes, have you ever been in those lines or lines where you're at Starbucks and, and you know, the person buys it before you and then you buy it for the person behind you and, da, 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 and it keeps going. <laughs> yeah. And um, not to ruin his joke, but his his point is that, you know, he's like, I'll take it. When, when, you know, when does that blessing, that, that giving and you receiving, when does that blessing happen? Because there, there's a giving part and then there's a receiving part. And then when those two come together, there's the blessing. That's the blessing. Mm -hmm. And it's both of you combined. It's the giver and the receiver receiving that and operate in that blessing. And uh, he, he goes through that whole thing. And I, it touches on the same thing of humbly receive a blessing instead of uh, a lot of times we want to think well it's a handout someone's you know uh got pity on me or is looking down their nose on me and, and trying to help me out uh, but i think if we would operate again it's a mind battle of forego shame and just humbly receive a blessing i think I think there'd be a, a, a more cohesive um, understanding of what the giving and receiving thing would be. My wife had an experience to where she really had to humble herself when we were on a mission trip. It is an amazing thing, um, but I guess I could quickly share it. So on this mission trip, it was actually our third daughter's one-year-old, uh, it's her first birthday, and we're in Ukraine. <laughs> we're halfway around the world, and they the other leaders knew that it was our daughter's first birthday and we're not with her she's staying with family and we're all the way out there so they split my wife and i up um intentionally and i went to a, a tent camp down the road quite a bit and went and shared my testimony there and but then my wife stayed behind and she shared her testimony so both of us shared our testimonies that day they kind of planned it that way and my wife was shared her testimony and then this little kid comes up and this little, I mean, maybe three-year-old kid walks up to my wife and hands her 
this stuffed animal and says in Russian, so and it's all through translation, but says that this is, this is a gift for your daughter. Hmm. And we know this kid, we've seen him for four days in the exact same pants, the exact same shirt, wow. same bare feet, mm-hmm. carrying that one stuffed animal. Hmm. That's all he has. Hmm. Wow. And so my wife really, she struggled with it, but she had to humble herself and to receive that. But for me, <clears throat> I, I think a bigger one for me would be receiving, because it's also receiving compliments. Mm-hmm. When oh, people yeah. when people just give you, when they bless you with kind words, you need to be able to receive those, and it's the same thing. It's a receiving of those blessings. There's there's death and there's life in the power of the tongue. Well, if they're speaking life over you, receive it. Yep, receive it. Uh-huh. And I've had to do that where people have said, "Oh, you know, whatever." I'm sure that there's a few times in my life that I've done something that deserved it, but somebody recognized it and said hey you did a good job and i go oh, mm-hmm. yeah and i just dismiss it yeah well how does that make them feel right yeah how about you that's the same thing as just throwing their trash or their gift that they gave you in the trash right in front of them yeah mm-hmm. so i really struggled with that and and i had some great mentors who helped me out and showing me that it's important just to look them right in the eye and just say you know thank you very much that really blesses me yeah, good. that's but so receive good. it, receive yeah, I love it. Yeah. Receive I love it. that. The Matt, I got a story about that because my wife, when we first met, um, I'm a words of affirmation guy. That's that's part of my love language. Of course, oh, you're good Gary, at it. Gary, Gary Chapman and and the five love languages and then all that stuff. So apparently I'm a words of affirmation guy, meaning that someone's speaking to me and just affirming me that makes me feel loved. Um, so because it's my love language, I automatically assumed it's everybody else's right so um i get i get to um, meeting my wife and i would give her compliments and because of the lies of the enemy that have told her that she wasn't beautiful she wasn't um appreciated and things like that she had a real hard time receiving those words from me hmm. and I, it was like gifts i was giving out right um i've since learned her love language now i try to communicate with her uh, speaking her love language but I really wanted her to receive the compliments and really believe the things that I was saying because they were genuine. They were coming from a heart of sincerity. I did truly believe she's one of, you know, the most beautiful woman in the world, especially in my eyes. And I just taught her to say those very same words that you, um, you said, Matt. And I actually gave her one, this little card and it just had two words on it. And it, it said, thank you. And I handed it to her. I said, here you go. If you don't know what to say when someone compliments you in some way, shape, or form, just say thank you. Mm-hmm. And when I compliment you, just receive that. Just say thank you. So it was like a way to prompt and help coach her into saying, hey, if nothing else, it'll get Jared to just be quiet for a minute and nah. just, you know, do whatever. I mean, either way, she wins, you know. So, but that is that is so right on. Um receiving those compliments that is that's important and that's part you you have to humble yourself to do that right right Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. there's one thing as we're transitioning to this next little section Mm -hmm. here i'll i'll use this because you just 
said something that reminded me of something. And we yeah. could do this all day. This is such a great topic. This could be multiple episodes. There's yeah. so much because I think it's something we all need. We need to understand. Absolutely. So when we talk about receiving, we really think about gifts. We think about tangible mm. things, right? Whether they be charitable or or just thoughtful or whatever. That's what we consider. We just brought up another point in the fact that it's also the compliments and the words that people say. But it goes even further. Just I want you to think about this for a minute. Okay. And I'm going to go into this next big aspect of receiving. But what you did, Jared, you recognized your wife and you took the time to learn how she receives love. Yes. So then you gave to her not how you wanted to give but in a way that she wants to receive. So when you know that people are going out of their way to try to cater to you, your personality, your strengths, your love language, if they're trying to go outside of their comfort zone to get into yours, mm -hmm. you got to receive it. Yeah. You got to recognize that it's not just a thoughtfulness. That is true love. When they would do, take an accurate estimation of what it takes to adequately fulfill your need, that's love. Yeah, that is love. And that's actually the definition that I believe it was Ed Cole, who said, he's the one who said that definition, a, it's an accurate estimation and an adequate fulfillment of someone else's needs that's love because you go out of your way to learn it well when you recognize that someone's doing that for you you need to humbly say thank you mm -hmm. and as yeah. we've been talking about thanks and giving thanks that's receiving with gratitude there you go that's exactly what we're talking about humble mm -hmm. yourself and then when you receive Give thanks back in receiving it. You know, um, with whenever God gives and, and blesses and delivers these blessings, how many times do we actually receive it and roll our eyes? I hope never. Right. But I think sometimes we're like, yeah, but I, I wish it would have been more. Maybe we tell God, because he's the one giving to us. He provides everything for us. And talking about monetary provision, he gives that. He's the giver of our monetary provision. So when we tell him we can't tithe or we can't give or we can't do those things because he's not giving us enough, you're not receiving with gratitude. I think that's part of the being trusted with little. So when he gives, we say, thank you, God. In fact, in all things, all things we're supposed to have thankfulness and and that's because i'm not promised another day i'm not promised another paycheck i'm not promised anything another breath but he promised that he wouldn't forsake me because of his great name and because he also made a promise to jacob so I need to know that 
that breath, that monetary provision, that protection that's given, those blessings that we just talked about, those come from him. But we need to also take that first to him. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your mind and all your strength. Every bit of your fibers. Love him, but also love your neighbors. Whenever they give and you receive, be thankful. Don't ever look a gift horse in the mouth. That means when someone gives you a gift, you're starting to look it over for, for fault. You start tapping on the mm -hmm. teeth and going, is it good oh, yeah. enough? Is it a good breed? Is it No thank you i don't care if there's holes in the blanket right thank you and there weren't it was a great blanket it was a <laughs> great blanket doing its job keeping me and my wife warm and we gave it away yeah it's thank you <laughs> to a bleacher seat so anybody yeah, else with you. uh points on gratitude i've got <clears throat> something that uh i don't remember who taught this but I try to teach it to my kiddos because in today's society, our kids have so much stuff yes. and, it's, and it's not that, Yes. you know, we're, let me back that up because that sounds ungrateful. Um, but what I want to try to do with my kiddos is because if something breaks, they're like, Oh, we'll just, we'll just get another one. <laughs> we'll just get another one. Right. And, and with the blessing of grandparents that, love their grandkids and aunts and uncles and all those wonderful things. They're right. They'll break something and they'll get another one. They'll get something else. It's it's <clears throat> so you don't have this respect for the gift and uh, hopefully I can paint this picture properly again. Happy little trees. Um, That's right. It's a real first world problem that you're trying is. to talk yeah. about here. And this uh, trying to break it down into okay when someone gives you a gift now i'm talking not compliments and different stuff like that but they they go out of the way to to purchase something and then they give it to you i tell my kids that okay they, they didn't just go to wherever walmart amazon or whatever and amazon just give that to them they had to trade something for that so they had to trade money for that well that money doesn't just show up in their hands or in their digital wallet or whatever it is they have to go work when they go work they spend a portion of their life to do that to to mm -hmm. they trade their life for this substance that they can trade for things that they can bless you with so when you receive that gift, you need to be grateful because they spent part of their life wow. to be able to get you that gift. And you hmm. need to respect that that was <clears throat> something they will never get back. Time of their life, they'll never get back. Hmm. They can't get that back. So they took that small part and thought so much of you and went and got that gift and gave it to you. And when you break it or don't take care of it, you're telling them that their life doesn't matter. And so with the gratitude, I think, I think if we, and again, this is just on the monetary side of it. Um, you know, there's other parts of being grateful for, you know, words of affirmation or, I mean, time spent with each other, that's kind of the same thing, but this, this part of it, uh, if we really break it down and go, okay, what was the process to 
receive this gift, I think we would be much more grateful because mm-hmm. wow. it's not it's not just that 30 seconds of someone, you know, handing you a bag or handing you that gift or whatever it is, and then you taking it and then being grateful because of that transaction right there. There was a whole chain event that led up to that. And I think if we understood that, we would be much more grateful. Man, that is mm-hmm. so good. Man, I tell you what. I want to just go ahead and put your name into the hat right now for dad of the year. <laughs> I'm serious. Uh, I mean, that was touching, man. I was like, <laughs> you are so, to take the time. I mean, you actually take the time to teach that to your children. And I'm truly grateful for guys like you that are setting examples for maybe some of our listeners that are going, how could I teach this gratitude to my kids? my Mm -hmm. grandkids. Mm -hmm. And you gave them just a perfectly laid out plan. Now they might have to rewind and listen to this, that portion again of the episode, but that's okay. Go ahead and do that. Receive that as Troy's gift for you um, (laughs) and receive it with gratitude because it was, that was powerful. Thank you for the kind words, man. Yeah, of course. Well, thank you. Thank you for thank you for receiving the kind words. <laughs> it works. It works. works. <laughs> this is amazing. Wow. Right. Wow. Wow. Get my angry eyes. Right. Oh wait, no, that's a different different episode. Anyway, um, I started thinking about this though. Think about this, right? In in Second Corinthians, uh, in the Bible, uh, chapter nine, it says this. Now he who supplies seed to the sower. And bread for food will also supply and increase your store in seed and will enlarge the harvest of your, of your righteousness. So I started thinking about that. So he being God, he supplies seed to the sower. And I started thinking about, you know, when we ask God for things and he gives us seed. Now, I don't know if you've ever farmed, but if you have gotten seed, like the seed corn, you can't just pop that stuff in your mouth and just start chomping on it. Let's say it was like sweet corn mm-hmm. seed. It was seed to grow sweet corn. Mm-hmm. And, and you really like sweet corn, right? But it comes in a form of a seed that has to be planted and stuff. And if you don't receive that seed, guess what? No you corn. You're getting a harvest. Yeah. You're, you ain't getting no harvest. Yep. Sometimes I think because we look at things in our lives, whether they're the words of affirmation or acts of service, which I've learned is my wife's more, more along the lines of my wife's love language, that and some quality time. So I, I tried, you know, try to do things like, instead of just telling her she's beautiful, which she is, I, I do the dishes and help out around that. I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to speak her love language, you know, spending time with her, you know, um, not just being in the same room with actually being present with her in the room and um, things like that. Um, So I'm learning, you know, going on 26, going on our 26th year of marriage. I'm just starting to figure things out. Um, (laughs) I am, I guess, a slow student maybe, but I'm worth waiting on. So I think about God and he's a giver. And he knows what we need. And sometimes though, it looks like seed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Are you seeing what I'm saying? I got to humble Absolutely. myself. I got to be thankful for the seed. I heard someone say this one time. 
we got to be thankful for dishes, kids, because if we have uh, dirty dishes, it is. We got to be thankful for dirty dishes. And I think they were trying to do something more than just get their kids to wash dishes. But they said it this way. They said, kids, we got to be thankful for dirty dishes because if we have dirty dishes, that means we have food. Yeah, full and if we have food, then we're very, very blessed. So I'm thankful for these dirty dishes. Now, Amen. if you're thankful for the food that came on these dishes, go ahead, you wash, you dry. <laughs> Me and your dad are going to be sitting in the, in the living room. Join us when you're finished. Right. You know, right? So yep. they were they're teaching them some things right there, right? Yep. Um, they also were great parents, just like you and I know your wife are. So, but anyway, so we're receiving... We're talking about receiving. You're out there listening right now going, how do I receive more from Walking in Truth Ministries? Great question. Go ahead and go to the website, walkingintruthministries.org. Okay. I was turning to you guys. I'm like, is it? We got so much stuff going on. Yeah. So .org and you can receive. Uh, some of the information that we're doing in the ministry and you can kind of figure figure out what's going on there there's also a place where you can give and partner with us but more importantly we want to bless you so you can tune into uh, our daily portion which is another um, podcast and you can find out information about that on the website so I, i'd encourage you to do that humble yourself and just go and admit you would like some help from the lord and um and you can find some of that help um, on the website. So go there and then feel free to say thank you. Uh, show your gratitude. Uh, continue to tune in. And I'm hoping that as you've um, been listening to this podcast for a number of weeks or maybe months now, that there's certain level of trust that you've begun to get with the Lord. And it's come because you've maybe your faith um, increase and strengthen through this podcast. And that leads me into another aspect of receipt. And that aspect is trustworthiness. Mm. So why would you listen to three guys that are just sharing their journey with the Lord, walking in truth, encouraging you to live the wit life? Why would you listen to us? Hopefully it's because upon further examination, you've discovered we don't have it all together, but, but we follow someone who does. His right. name is Jesus Christ. The story of his life can be found in the pages of a very famous book, actually the number one bestseller of all time. It's called the Bible, the B-I-B-L-E. And that's what we lean on. And that's what we've grown to trust as a reliable source of information, the Bible. So when we come across his promises in the Bible, we can receive them knowing that we can trust the one who's giving those promises to us. Trustworthiness, gentlemen. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. 
Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. What is so important about receiving with trustworthiness? Go. Well, I think that one of the, it's been a key word, key word for me ever since the episode that we had, uh, the most recent episode, because we've had two mm-hmm. with uh, Shannon Shores with the Shores of Botswana. That's right. And he was, oh, sorry, Shores of Botswana. Botswana. So he's been there. So he yeah. knows how they pronounce it. Yeah. Anyways, so Shannon Shores shared with us um, with his discipleship episode, he shared a word entrusted entrusted yes and in sharing that he said that you know it's not just that we've been given things but we've been entrusted with them so when we receive when we become a follower of christ when we receive that precious gift of salvation it is being entrusted in us that we do something with it And so the gifts that God has given us, speaking spiritually, he's entrusting us with those gifts. So the trustworthiness is, it's, I'm going to, you're giving me this gift, and I'm going to use it for good. Hmm. You're giving me this gift, whatever it is, charitable, monetary, tangible, Uh, whatever words of affirmation i'm going to receive that and i'm going to use i'm going to take it and use it for the kingdom so whenever you have firstborn males in israel Mm -hmm. talks about the firstborn males are mine that's what god said they're mine all the firstborn i'm going to redeem them through these other sacrifices these other offerings but the firstborn males i took them from egypt they're also mine from israel but that means that when as a parent we have a firstborn male that's a gift and we're entrusted with that child raising them up to serve the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's trustworthiness so that I can humble myself and know that it's, I'm not bigger. I'm not, I'm not bigger than a gift. I'm not too big to receive from somebody else. I don't have everything together that I don't need anybody else. But also when you give it to me, I'm going to say thank you. And then I'm going to use it to expand God's kingdom. Mm-hmm. That's where I really see trustworthiness. Anybody else get anything there? Mm. I mean, I think you, in my opinion, you wrapped it that up nice and tight with a bow and everything uh, for oh, us to, yeah, nice <laughs> <laughs> for us to uh, experience, if we can, the fullness of the blessing of receiving. Uh, I think it's the walking out of what that gift was intended for, and so. Mm when uh, God gives us 
salvation through his son selfless sacrifice it's now up to us to receive the fullness of that blessing by walking out what he is intended for that gift to do mm -hmm. life more abundant mm -hmm. um, shalom i mean just a, a fullness and um that that trust trustworthiness uh probably falls more on whether it's going to be a blessing or a curse at that point the gift can be a gift it will be up to you are you going to be trustworthy to do its intent and do the will of the father or are you going to go down a different path mm -hmm. and so i think it's the uh, you know let's tie the bow on this thing and call it what it is at that point it's either a blessing or it's a curse mm -hmm. well, i think about with that there's people that we know that have some amazing talent amazing talent and they'll chalk it up to their own i mean even though i mean i know some people who pick up an instrument i'll give you an example my third daughter my first daughter both of them my first and third daughter uh i just showed them a little bit I showed them just a little bit, just to give them a little bit of interest in music. And both of them just took off. And my oldest daughter taught herself six string. I've been trying to teach myself six string for, I mean, how old am I? But I was a bass player and I, I play bass. I don't mess around on the bass. I play the bass. Okay. Mm -hmm. Just so you know, I play it. <laughs> but oh, yeah. Yeah, Slap I played I played a bass. I ain't a guitar player who's filling in at bass. No, I played a bass. But anyways, my daughter, she took up the six string. Um, really, I think it was just so that we could play together. And she took off. And she's mm -hmm. like being creatively putting things together on that and singing, of course, um, beautifully with it. She's she's phenomenal. And then my third daughter, um, she did the same thing with piano. I, I never took lessons and I could play piano mostly by ear and I'll sit there and I'll listen and I'll play a song and play all kinds of different voices in it. But I showed my third daughter how to just play some chords so that we could do worship together. I'll play bass. My oldest daughter will play guitar. My third daughter will play um, piano. Next thing I know, she's playing piano for worship <laughs> at youth. So wow. she's, That's she's great. phenomenal. But now I think of some other people who have not really ever had any serious lessons, just picking up an instrument and showing all kinds of talent. Who do they give credit for that talent? And then also, who are they singing the songs for? I mean, there's some people I know who are so phenomenal on the, on the guitar, but every bit of what they're doing isn't glorifying God or some people who've been given. I mean, there's one person in particular that I'm thinking of. I'm not going to mention their name just because I don't want a bunch of hate mail start pouring in <laughs> like they think of me or <laughs> anyways, but there's one person in particular. I know who has an amazing gift of speaking, speaking. And in fact, got to the point where they have their own church and that they're actually calling it their church but they blaspheme God left and right. Now think yep. they've got now people already already probably already know who it is, but millions of people who are listening to this person all the time. Like everything that, that is said by them is, is 
straight from God. And what's coming out of their mouth is just nothing but just blasphemy. In fact, teaching people to turn from God. Mm -hmm. Imagine mm -hmm. if they would take that talent, which was obviously given to them by God as a gift and used it for God. Imagine how many more people would be saved. Yep. It, it's, it's horrible just to think about that. Now, um, I know we're getting close to a, a wrap up here, but I want to share one story just because this is real quick. It's fun. I like stories. Yeah. My third daughter. From the junk store. No, junk from drawer. the junk drawer. <laughs> yeah. Wrong episode. Wrong, yeah. Wrong, I sold my wrong dresser. Podcast. Wrong podcast. I sold my dresser with the junk drawers in it on yeah. uh, the internet today to somebody in Phoenix. Anyways, um, nice. so <laughs> in surprise, yes, right. surprise. delivered it's tomorrow me. morning. <laughs> Anyways, so my third daughter, uh, when she was younger, especially, she people would tell us all the time they loved giving her gifts. When it was her birthday, it's like she got more gifts than anybody else. They loved giving her gifts. What she would do, I remember this, I'm going through and saving old pictures and stuff. So this is all, this is all fresh to me, but I was looking at some of those pictures earlier today and she, on her birthday, she's surrounded by all these gifts. And even at three, she would open them up and she would immediately go up to the person, tell them, thank you, give them a big hug. But then she'd sit down with whatever that gift was and start playing with it right then. Yeah. And she still has all these other gifts to open. So yeah. we're frustrated and going, uh, we've only really rented this place for two hours and you're <laughs> on gift one. So honey, you might want to get the gift too. All right. But that's the thing. She, she was immediately showing gratitude. Mm. She didn't even care. In fact, my wife taught her how to say the phrase and she's taught this to all of our daughters, but, and mostly it relates to food. Whenever they say, I haven't learned to like that yet. So mm. whenever I say, come on, eat your okra, I haven't learned to like okra yet. Oh. So they're leaving some room there. Uh -huh. I still say, well, if you want to learn to be away from the table. No, I'm just kidding. But anyways, uh, <laughs> you'll eat that. <laughs> eat it or you don't get to breathe. <laughs> anyways. Um, oh, wait, we're slipping into the other parenting advice. Yeah, no, no, we no, had no, the no. good That's stuff the, before. Yeah, now it's the other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I have to compliment or yeah, bring the opposite. Anyway, bringing yeah, the curve down, That's it. People, that's the word. Bringing the curve. Anyway, right. so our for the third daughter, mm -hmm. uh, there's one gift that she received. She opened it up. She went up and said thank you, and then said, "I don't really understand it. I haven't learned to like it yet, <laughs> but I will." <laughs> and then she sat down and tried to play with it. Right then, she had no idea. <laughs> so sweet totally humbled herself yeah that's great and the thing is are do you trust that she's gonna play with a gift yeah no, she showed you right there yep she did and that's so much fun to be able to i like giving mm. jared talked about yeah. he loved giving but I, i'd rather give than receive but we have to be good at receiving too mm-hmm that's true. No, I just figured yeah. I wanted to share that fun little story. That Love was it. a fun story. That was a fun story. And you make a very valid point. We have to be good at receiving because um, Jesus, I was thinking of this as I was scrolling through my phone, trying to find where it was in the Bible, but it's in Matthew 10. 
And um, in there, he's talking about how he's sending his disciples out, right? And he's sending them out and says, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons, freely you have received, freely give. Mm -hmm. And those words right there just kind of uh, encapsulate um, our episode today. Yep. Freely you have received, freely give. Um, we need to learn how to be better at receiving. And I know there's a lot of criticism in the church and they always talk about, you know, giving and they always want us to give and give and give to the church and stuff. But is it such a bad thing to give? No, we talked about that last week. Um, but what about the receiving? You know, how good are we personally, individually, or even as the church at receiving, whether it's receiving new members into our church that may have gifts and may have opinions and ideas on how to do ministry maybe more effectively? Are we receiving those people into our churches? Are we receiving the, the unbeliever into our churches so that we can have an opportunity to um, impart words of life to them? Are we receiving the things that God gives us? And maybe it looks like seed. <laughs> and we go, what is this? This doesn't taste good. It's hard. It's not, I mean, but it, but it could be fruitful if we just use that seed in a way that will produce a harvest. You know, are we humbling ourselves? Are we having an attitude of gratitude and being grateful? These are all just ideas and tips and and thoughts on how to be better at receiving. Are we doing those things? And are we trusting those, um, the, are trusting the ones that are giving the gift? I mean, I'm thinking of how God promises to give us the spirit of God. You know, would, would you know, uh, would, would a man uh, give somebody a serpent if they're asking for a fish? You know, and he's talking about, that whole thing that we can, you know, you can go and read uh, that story where he's, he's talking about, um, you know, giving us the promise of the Holy Spirit. And, and um, I, I just think that's just so important that we, as believers, learn how to be not just believers, but also receivers so that we can therefore then be better givers. Because if we are not receiving Again, we can't give what we don't have. And if we don't have it, the good news is we could go and petition our father, who is a good father. He's better than any earthly father that we could have on this earth, even if it was Troy Foster. <laughs> He's better than Troy Foster. He is the king of kings. He Amen. is the world's greatest dad. He has um, got this cornered market on being the best. At, uh, at giving us what we need so that we can in turn be like him and be givers. But we got to learn how to receive, receive from him, receive the gifts, receive the word, humility, gratitude, trustworthiness, all those things um, are part of being a good receiver. And hopefully this episode has blessed you. And Matt, I know you had another question. You opened up asking us the question about how God has blessed us this past week. And I know we were talking earlier and you said you had two questions for us before we got on recording the podcast. You said you had two questions. So I heard the one question 
what's the second question that you have for me and Troy um, as we wrap up today? Okay, so as grammatically correct as I can possibly say this, being from Texas. So now that we know what, what God's blessed you with this last week, I want to know, what could we join with you in prayer asking God for this next week for you? So Jared. That's a great question. Uh, well, I tell you what, one of the things that I've been um, believing for is, is um, well, we already got the dresser, so that's out of the way. But um, <laughs> I, I, I have been actually uh, praying for a particular opportunity, and I'm praying that um, I will get an offer from this particular company real soon, and that I will be able to report back that um, this offer came about. And that's what I'm standing and believing for. And I'd really appreciate prayers along that line. And that if, if this is truly the direction and what God wants to get into my hand as a seed or maybe an opportunity, a tool, whatever to use to help um, provide for my family and to be able to be able to give more, um, cause I do enjoy that. If that opportunity is truly from the Lord, I want to be able to receive it. And I'd love for the decision to be made sooner than later. So, um, that's what I'm standing in prayer for. So I'd appreciate your prayers. Thank you so much for asking that. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm going to bump the ball over to Troy and ask that same question. That is what a can great we, question. because yeah. we as walking in truth ministries, what can we be? Um, joining you in agreement with in prayer for this next week, Troy. Well, this this next week, and I mentioned, you know, with the the ranch and all that stuff, and we're, we're not we're not wanting to buy a big plot of land to kind of hide out and do nothing. We want it to actually be an income producing property. And I have went ahead and started uh, growing our vegetables, all right. and so we are starting now to uh, build our clientele base for smoky oaks farms and ding 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 ding, ding. yep yep <laughs> nice plug there you go that's smoky oaks farms folks yep. that's smoky oaks, oaks farms <laughs> and um we uh, we're in the very beginning of because what we're what we're growing is actually microgreens right now um, they can be done here and when we get out to the ranch it's easily moved and so what we are in the process of doing is is growing our first batch, and so um, I would greatly and appreciate your prayers that I learn what I need to learn while I'm small, so that mm -hmm. if there's any you know hiccups and hangups and tricks of the trade and all that type of stuff, I can learn it now and negate any of the bigger issue problems later down the line. So starting a new business, need a prayer that we learn what we need to learn. That's good. That's great. How about yeah. you, Matt? How can we be praying for you? Well, going <clears throat> into this next week, I've, uh, as I said earlier, I've got a lot of stuff that I juggle. <laughs> I'm juggling yeah. And I'm feeling like I'm getting a lot done, but I always feel like there's something that slips. 
every time there's you know five things in the air and there's one that might get missed but i got those four down well this next week I, i'm really um wanting to hone in on some specific things for the ministry and preparation for our pursuit for truth event that's coming up in september and of course the growth and the training for that moving forward and and really so we can start looking as we finish the fall start looking at next spring mm-hmm. um but mm-hmm. what i'm needing to do and what i really love the prayer for is as i'm getting all those things done i want to be able to reach out to those men specifically that's god's calling and i want to be able to just get that that confirmation for them that god is calling them to this so that we can get them committed registered and ready to go for this next event they might be listening right now yeah it's good yeah that's really really what i would like to have a good grasp on for this week i mean the numbers are showing great but what men do typically is we wait to the last minute yep a lot of times i think where we've kind of built that in as a normal procrastination thing that we do as men. It's because we don't want to commit to something in case something else comes up. Right. Like, because we don't know, there could be something more important. And if I commit to this and I'm going to miss out on that more important fishing. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And so what I think we need to do for ministry is say, nothing's more important than an encounter with God. Absolutely. And so I'm committing and anything else that comes up obviously is going to have to be rescheduled because it's secondary to me having a fresh encounter with God. Right. So that's what I would need. And what I would love to hear also, same thing. I want to know from the listeners, I want to know what are the blessings for this last week. And I also want to know how we can join with you in prayer. Yeah. How can we pray for you? Right. Mm -hmm. We love praying. Yes. So you can, again, go to Wit Ministries channel on YouTube. Yep. Uh, you could be looking for us as we're growing and getting things moving. We're going to be on more platforms, yes. but you can also go and you can reach out to us on Instagram at witministries.tx. You can go and reach out to us on Facebook at our uh, Walking in Truth Ministries Facebook page. You get there's so many different ways, but the easiest if you just email us at info at walking and we will join with you in prayer, giving thanks for the blessings that have been poured over you, mm-hmm. and also uh, agreeing with you on the things that, that you need and you're petitioning the Father for. So please do that and know that. Our goal is to be able to bring a topic to you that we can discuss that will help you to live the wit life. But our, the other thing, secondary, or not secondary, but another thing that we really want to do is we want you to know that you are loved and we care about you. Yep. So thank you for listening uh, or watching on uh, YouTube or any video platform. Yep. And um, we look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you for joining us today. You are the reason why we do this podcast and you are truly a blessing to us. 
We would love to hear from you. Whether you'd like to comment or ask questions about this episode, give us ideas for future topics to discuss, or if you just need to reach out and hear back from one of us, you can do so by leaving us a message from the podcast or by going to walkingintruthministries.org. And then you could also send us an email at witministries.tx at gmail.com. That is wit, W-I-T, ministries.tx at gmail.com. And finally, it would be a huge blessing to us if you would like our podcast and go to our Walking in Truth Facebook page and by liking us there too. Again, thank you and God bless.